Welcome to Fear Free Childbirth Podcast with Alexia Leachman, the weekly nine-month podcast to help parents-to-be look forward to their fear-free childbirth. Alexia is a pregnancy and head trash clearance coach and the author of Fear Free Childbirth, How to Have a Stress-Free Pregnancy and a Positive Pain-Free Birth. As a mum who's had two fear-free and pain-free births, Alexia wants to share with you how she overcame her pregnancy and childbirth fears so that you can look forward to having a fear-free birth too. Over the nine-month life of this podcast, Alexia will be sharing some real-life stories from mums and dads, insights into the latest childbirth research, inspiring tales from birth professionals, and some tips and techniques for clearing your fears and stresses. If you would like to receive a free chapter from her book, then head over to fearfreechildbirth.com, where you can also sign up for her email series, How to Have a Stress-Free Pregnancy. But now, it's time for the show. Hello and welcome back to the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. This is me, your host, Alexia Leachman. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, today's show is for mums who are literally waiting to give birth. So maybe your due date is today. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it was last week. Maybe it's next week. You're basically in the drop zone. So this episode is just for you. Now, today's episode has been inspired by one of my podcast listeners, Alia. So um, Alia, this is for you. Um, We've been emailing this week. It's her due date this week. And I realised as I was emailing her that I had so much more that I wanted to say to her to help her to have a fabulous, fear-free, positive birth. And I thought, you know what, I'll do this in a podcast because actually this applies to anyone who's literally waiting to give birth, who wants their birth experience to be as positive as possible and they want to just stay calm and fear-free. So this is for you, Alia, but also this is for all other mamas out there who are literally waiting to give birth. Now, before I sort of dive into the episode, I've just got a couple of things to update you on uh, since last week. Now, as you may know, if you follow the podcast, you'll know that the podcast was nominated in the UK Podcasting Awards in the Kids and Family category. We were down to one of three and it was the awards ceremony last weekend. Now, unfortunately, I didn't win. But you know what? I'm completely fine with that because I'm still super, super chuffed that we're a finalist, you know, finalist in the UK Podcasting Awards. That's still pretty awesome in my book. So, you know, whether I've got an award on my desk or not doesn't really matter because what really counts to me, for me, is the fact that, you know, this podcast was nominated and voted and made it that far. And that means a lot to me. So I just want to thank you so much for your support and your votes. It really, really does mean a lot. And uh, yeah, no, completely, completely chuffed. Now, the other thing I just want to update you on really, really quickly is I've set up a new Twitter account for the podcast and all stuff around fearless birthing and helping you to have a fear-free birth. So you can come and find me on Twitter at a fearless birth. That's all one word, a fearless birth. And then also I've set up a cheeky little Instagram account as well too. And that's fearless birthing. So we'll be come and follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. And that's where you can get lots of lovely content. Stay tuned on the podcast and any other stuff that can help you when it comes to having a fear free birth. Okay, so now back to the episode. So today, like I said in the intro, is really inspired by Alia, who's literally 
about while well, she's waiting for her little poppet to make a nurse side appearance. And as I was sort of responding to one of her emails, I thought, you know what, I've got so much more that I'd like to say. And so this is where today's episode has come from. I literally came up with the idea about half an hour ago and I've just scribbled some notes down. I just want to hit record because there's some guys that have just turned up in a big van outside with some hedge trimmers and they're going to be cutting the hedge and I want to record before the sound starts coming into my office. So so really today is, is really the words that I want to share with any mum who is waiting to give birth. And there are four things really that I want to sort of ask you to consider doing as you're waiting for your little poppet to arrive. So the first thing is this, it's just to be patient. Now I know this bit can be really, really hard because we just can't help it. We've got this due date in our heads and we've been focusing on it for so long. You know, the midwife mentions it every time we go for an appointment, the due date's mentioned. So even when you try not to focus too much on the due date and in your mind, you maybe you've given yourself a due month. If you've been following my earlier podcast, then really this is something that you should you should have been doing because it really helps. This is where you really uh, benefit from having done that before because reaching this point where you have this date in your mind and, and it can be so exhausting in that last month, few weeks of pregnancy, or you just want to meet your baby. And this big thing is kind of fixed in your head and you just feel like you want to make it. And then the day comes and goes and it's like, oh, oh no, I've got to keep going with this. How long do I keep going? And and how long will it go? And it's just so difficult to know when that period ends. You just don't know because it's all in the lap of the gods. It's nature is going to be the one that kicks this one off. Of course, unless you've opted for an elective C-section. So if you're allowing nature to take its course, then you just don't know when that is going to happen. And this is really hard because this is a major, big point in your life. You know, it's the the birth, the thing that you've been waiting for, the thing that is sort of the main focus of this whole pregnancy is the, the actual birth. And then you're going to be meeting your little one and, and, and then you're becoming a mother and maybe it's for the first time or maybe it's again, but whatever happens, you're saying goodbye to your old life, you're welcoming the new. So this is like a big big deal. And yet we don't even know when it's going to happen. You know, it's it's mad. You know, when you think about other big deals, like maybe moving house or getting married or whatever, you know, when these things are happening and you can psych yourself up for it, but you just can't here. So the best thing to do here is just to stay patient, be mindful and stay in the present. And I know that sounds much easier than it actually is, but the best thing you can do is just focus on the here and now rather than focusing on the future, focusing on the past, because then when you stay present, time kind of disappears and then it's much easier to be patient. Now, one way that I think really helps you to do that is my next point, and that's to create a bubble of positive calmness for yourself. So, you know, try and disconnect from the real world as much as you can. And and by that, I mean things like social media, TV, you know, texts, phones, all that kind of stuff. And, And start going within, start connecting to your body, start connecting to your baby, really go within and create this little calmness that you can kind of enjoy. Because this calmness before the storm will not last long. You know, before you know it, birth is going to kick off and then there's going to be this baby that is going to be requiring your attention 24-7 for the beginning and then God knows you know how that is going to unfold in the next few months for you. You're going to have sleepless nights, 
you know, feeding, nursing, nappy changing, and then, you know, then the rest of their lives. So enjoy this period leading up to the birth and, and maybe don't wish it away so much. Just enjoy it. And once you can shift your focus away from desperately wanting the birth to enjoying this calmness before the birth, then maybe that can help you. And the other thing as well is, you know, in terms of disconnecting from TV and social media, you know, it really helps to, this is when I really think it, you benefit from telling people about a due month or certainly adding a couple of weeks to your due day, because then you're less likely to get all those texts and Facebook messages or whatever, asking for updates, you know, is the baby there yet? And all that kind of stuff. You just don't need that when you need to stay calm. So that's that's my second thing is really try and create a bubble of positive calmness for yourself. Now, my third thing is this, it's connect and talk to your baby. Now, some people find this quite hard, but it's actually really, really simple. So all you need to do is find a quiet spot so that you can be undisturbed. So maybe you're just going to go for a walk in the park and grab a moment and sit under a tree. Or maybe grab the lounger in the garden and have a lie down under the parasol or something. Uh, or maybe just at home, snuggle up with a load of cushions. But whatever it is, just have that place or that moment where you can kind of be undisturbed. And then once you're comfy, just start to kind of feel your baby through your belly. And you might just want to sort of press a little bit and let baby know that you're, you know, you want to have a little chat, that you want to start connecting and talking. And maybe sort of invite, you know, sort of say, hey, I want a, I want a little chat. Give me a little signal to say that you're listening or to say that you're hearing it. And maybe baby would respond to that point you know and really just sort of make make it clear to baby that you really want to open up a dialogue now when you're talking to baby you can do this in your head if you want or just talking out loud and to be honest I don't think it really matters because what's really important here is the intention and the feeling that lies behind what you're saying because that is what baby understands Baby will feel that intention and any emotion that you're feeling, baby will be experiencing too. So it's really important to kind of connect this and be in this great positive place because baby will experience all of those things. So once you've kind of connected in that way, this is when you start talking. So I'm not going to tell you what you need to say to your baby because everyone is different. Everyone's got a unique situation and everyone's coming to their birth from a very, very different place. So all I'm going to do is just share with you what I said to my little one, my recent one that is now 11 months old and walking, nearly running. I can't believe it. Anyway, so this is these are some of the things that I was saying to my latest little one before she came out. And in fact, I think I was saying this kind of stuff to my first one as well when I was waiting the first time I was pregnant. So it went a little bit like this. Hey, how are you? I'm really looking forward to meeting you. Are you ready to come out? I just want to share with you how I'd like our birth to go. Is that all right? because I just want to make sure that we're all kind of on the same page with this one. Now, you, me and my body know exactly how to do this, so it should all be fine. And I totally trust you and I trust my body to be able to bring you out safely and smoothly. So there really isn't anything for either of us to worry about. Now, I know that the best thing for me to do is to step aside and let you two run the show but I'm going to be there if you need me to. You know that, right, don't you? 
Now that last bit, I just want to explain that last bit that I just said, because you might think, hang on a minute, what's she talking about? The way that I think about the the moment coming up to birth, or certainly the, the team that's at play here, there was me on the team, my mental, my mind, my, my, my thoughts, all that kind of thing. And then there's my body, and then there's baby. So when I talk about us three, that's who I'm referring to, because it's us three that are bringing baby into the world. It's not me and my thoughts and my fears and my emotions and my joy. It's not all that stuff. It's my body that's going to be doing all the work. And the best chance that my body has is if I, i.e. my thoughts, get out of the way. So that's what I mean when I say this. I know that the best thing for me to do is to step aside and let you two run the show. But I'll be there if you need me to. You know that, right? And what I mean by that last bit is, you know, if things start going wrong or if I need to be connected or if we need to be consulting to a midwife or something is happening, then my mind will step in and help to make a decision. But unless that's required, I'm I'm basically checking out. That's what I mean by that. So carrying on, this is kind. Of, this is more of what I was saying to baby. It's going to be painless for both of us, so there's no need to worry. And by the way, I'm saying that for my benefit too. We're going to enjoy this. It's exciting. I bet you're excited because I am. Daddy cannot wait to meet you. And by the way, he's going to be the first person that you touch. How is that for a welcome? We are going to be able to look back on your arrival with joy and happiness. Now, I've heard that second births are half as long as first births. So I'm thinking that this means that you might show up in about three hours. And by the way, I'm totally cool with that. In fact, a short birth would be nice. So how about we wrap this whole thing up in about three hours? Yep, I'm up for that if you are. There's no point dragging this thing out. You know what you're doing and my body knows what it's doing. As long as I get out of the way, this shouldn't be a problem. Yep, cool. So that is basically how I was chatting to baby before she arrived. And I would do this like daily, several times a day. I was doing this, yeah, pretty pretty daily in the last few weeks leading up to her arrival. And I just want to sort of share with you a little bit about how my birth unfolded. And so that you can just kind of interpret that how you like. But basically, I, you know, I was visualising a three hour birth. And when I was giving birth, I was sort of being very, I was just basically breathing, taking very deep breaths on my sofa at home because I adopted for a home birth. And the midwife had just leaving me to it. And suddenly I just stood up and the midwife looked at me, looked in my eyes, went, you need to push, don't you? And I was like, yeah, bang. And out she came, like literally it just happened so fast. I didn't even know, had no sense that she was literally on her way. It just went from one moment to the next. And when we looked at the clock and her time of arrival, she basically arrived at two hours 58 after my first contraction. And I, I just sort of joked to myself that I'm sure, you know, this idea that we kind of visualised and planned on a three hour birth and, and, you know, she was sort of coming out and then suddenly she, it's almost like she checked her watch, went, oh crap, I'm late, quick, bang, and out she came. So I don't know what what happened there, but I got my two hours and 58 minute birth um, and I put that down to having visualised it. But also the other thing that I think is worth sharing is, you know, when I said to baby, I said, it's going to be painless for both of us. So there's no need to worry. You know, it was painless for me. That's for sure. I didn't have any pain. It was for me, it was, in fact, it was euphoric birth. I really enjoyed it. And I, even now when I think back, it's, I just have such a buzz when I think about that birth. 
and it really it brings me you know the smile that comes to my face when I think about that birth is just you know it's just like that it reminds me of the party animal in me when I used to go out clubbing and the other thing that's interesting is my baby Sophia she came out still in the amniotic sac so she was a what they're known as born on call uh, c-a-u-l if you want to google that that's quite interesting it's a very rare occurrence for birth but the interesting thing about the amniotic sac is it protects the baby while they're coming down the birth canal and I wonder whether or not this talk that I had with her before the birth and sharing with her that you know you know what to do, it's going to be painless, this is going to be smooth and safe for you. Whether she, you know, kept the sack intact to help her make that transition, that arrival, that journey much smoother for her and less, not um, painful, but less, like, you know, less intense because apparently the amniotic sac does protect the baby as they're going down the birth canal, as they're still in that bubble of water. So, you know, I can't say whether or not any of this stuff really had the impact or was that's why it happened but I'm just sharing that with you so that you can come to your own conclusions but basically I'm just inviting you to talk to your baby connect to your baby talk like they understand what you're saying because they do speak to them like you trust them speak to them like they are an equal because they are they're not stupid they're intelligent they feel they have emotions they can feel pain they can feel stress they can feel fear and so if you feel fear, if you feel stress, then they will too. This is why it's so important to get rid of any of those emotions that you might be feeling, even this at this stage in the process, to really take the time to get rid of some of your fears. And if you're not sure how to do that, then I've got an episode called Clearing Your Fears that you can check out on the podcast to find out exactly what you need to do. And also, you might want to use that technique while you're in labour. That's what I did as well for fears that came up to, came up while I was in labour during my first labour then I use that technique in between contractions to get rid of any fears that came up. So, you know, really get that tool that I share with you in that episode and find out and, and, and practice using it so that you can use it during your birth. And then the final thing I want to say to you when it comes to, you know, what to do when you're preparing and waiting to give birth is just to keep moving. Just move. And it doesn't have to be massively exhausting or energetic or getting you out of breath, nothing like that. You know, even if you're just sitting around the house on your Swiss ball, gyrating and having a bit of a bounce to some music, then that's fine. I remember when I was waiting for my second, I remember listening to two rounds of a, a great radio show on a podcast over here in the UK on BBC Radio 6 of Nimone's Electric Ladyland, which is a great dance show. And I, I'm really into my dance music. So I remember just bouncing around in a bit of a hypnotic trance on the day before she arrived, just on the Swiss ball in my bedroom. And, and I actually replayed her show twice. So that, that meant I was on this ball for about six hours. And I didn't notice. I mean, time just flew, but I just kept moving. I just wanted to stay connected to my body. And I think that's the important thing is whether you're going for walks, whether you're doing some yoga, whatever it is, you're even dancing around your living room, just connect to your body because you're going to be working as a team soon. And so the sooner you can create that connection, the better. The sooner you can start feeling and really being mindful and conscious of what your body's doing and, and some of those sensations that are happening, the more connected you're going to be to your birth and therefore to baby. So that is why I'm urging you to just move. So get some tunes on and really 
get into the zone. You know, dancing is a great way to get into the zone and get present because when you're dancing, then you really aren't looking around at what any, what's going on. You're just getting into the zone and that's where you need to be to have a great, great birth. So I'm just going to wrap this up now. And just finally, I just want you to remember this, ladies. You've got this. Alia, you've got this. Remember to trust that your body knows what to do. Your body is made for this and it will not let you down as long as you trust in the process and surrender to it. Letting go might seem like a hard thing to do, but actually it's the best thing you can do. So just surrender, trust and just go for it. And good luck, honey. Good luck and good luck to everybody else who's waiting to give birth now. I'm I'm thinking of you. Until next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in. You've just been listening to Alexia Leachman from the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, she'd really love it if you left a review on iTunes or Stitcher or shared it with a friend. And don't forget, to get a free chapter from her book, head over to fearfreechildbirth.com to get your copy, as well as finding other episodes in this podcast and more about how Alexia can help you with pregnancy and birth preparation coaching. Until next time.